Hello, and welcome to The Kink Perspective. My name's Chris. I'm a psychotherapist and consultant. On this episode, I want to discuss the psychology behind dirty talking. That's right. Who's my bad little girl? You like it harder, baby? Mmm. You're so tight. I love it. As contrived as it sounds, when we read or hear these things, many of us love hearing dirty talk in the bedroom. We lose ourselves in the heat of the passion and take on a persona that turns us on in the most sexually charged and erotic ways. But there's more to it than that. What is it about erotic communication that increases our sexual arousal? When we look past the kinkiness aspect of it, we may find there's more to dirty talked than our desire to bring out our wildest side and our deepest, darkest inhibitions. We need to understand one thing first. Sex starts in the brain. The brain is considered the most powerful sexual organ. It has more power than either both the male or female genitalia because it's where sex starts and is derived from. The right amount of dirty talk will excite the mind and it's what gets our motors running and our juices flowing, no pun intended. However, there is a difference in, each, in how each gender's limbic system works in the brain. Two areas in the hypothalamus, the preoptic area and the suprachiasmic nucleus, have distinctive functions in female and male brains, according to a study that was published in the Journal of Hormone Research. The preoptic area, involved in mating behavior, is over two times larger in men than it is in women and it contains twice as many cells. Meanwhile, the suprachiasmic nucleus involved with the circadian rhythms and reproductive cycles differ in shape between men and women. Male nucleus, it's more shaped like a sphere, more like a small circle, while for women, it's more elongated or kind of drawn out. A larger hypothalamus for men means more circulating of testosterone, which stimulates their desire and our desire for sex. A lower testosterone level and a smaller hypothalamus in women, on the other hand, means their sex drive is not as strong as a man's. These biological differences are just as many ways men and women's brains function differs when it comes to when we think about sex. Darrow Siafi, he's a specialist therapist who works with couples in dealing with relationships, sex, and neuropsychology. He discusses that dirty talk is a whole mind and body experience. In one specific quote, he talks about people very much enjoy the aspect of dirty talking because it activates all regions of your brain while your body is also getting stimulated. Similarly, Areas of the brain that are touched upon dirty talk as when we curse, if you think about it, when we have excitement, when we're yelling at a game and we start cursing, the more we do it, the more kind of empowered we become. So very often, as your brain sees it, the dirtier, the better it is. For example, many powerful people in their everyday lives and jobs enjoy being more submissive in bed because it stimulates the amygdala. This brain region is our fear center that is heavily involved in excitement and pleasure during sex. The whispers, the moans, the grunts, the screams, accompanied by dirty talk, are all processed by the brain's hearing center, including our temporal lobe, 
our frontal precortex and frontal lobes and our occipital lobes. After all, the mind is in a complete erogenous zone. The brain and how it organizes the rest of our erogenous zones is further proof of this crucial role of the brain in determining both sex drive and sexual pleasure. Asking what our partners need from us and what we need from them opens up the lines of communication to show we're open to changing things up in the bedroom, discussing how we want to be touched, felt, smelled, licked, kissed, verbalizing the sexual roles we want and hearing what our partners want to do to us is essential in sexual arousal. Psychologists understand that people engage in dirty talk to heighten their arousal and share fantasies they may not want to turn into reality, but talking about them can be even better because it allows your mind to wander and grow and fantasize. So we need to understand that, and I talk about this often, communication, communicating our sexual fantasies in the bedroom or any other sexual acts and talking dirty involve two completely different mindsets. Dirty talk is something we do by ourselves as opposed to the physical sexual acts. This erotic dialogue, therefore, serves to unleash the interest in new sexual acts that might not usually be of interest to us. Individuals can become more comfortable and familiar with using phrases and language and descriptions that express their needs and their wants. When we practice expressing our needs, and our wants and encourage our partner to do the same. This elevates our stimulation levels and allows us to be ready, ready to deliver those goods in the bedroom, the bathroom, maybe even in the car, or hell, you're on a long road trip and you just pull over because the dirty talk has been so intense. We've even seen something like this, If for those of you who may remember Pam and Tommy Lee, when they pulled over on the 405 and had sex in public. In 2012, a study was published in the Journal of Social and Personal Relationships. It found that the more comfortable we were talking about sex, the more satisfactory our sex lives will become. According to researchers, even the slightest anxiety about communicating affected whether partners were communicating or not at all, and it also affected how our sex lives were. To translate this, if we're not comfortable talking about sex, what we want about sex, what we like doing during sex, how we want to be touched, it's going to affect our overall sexual pleasure. It also directly affected our satisfaction to those people. Those who did communicate during sex it was found to be more likely experiencing sexual satisfaction, heightened arousal levels, and even heightened orgasmic levels. In other words, Engaging in dialogue that feels good with our partner can heighten the sexual experience between people. Dr. Justin Laymiller, a social psychologist and author of the book, Tell Me What You Want, conducted a survey in the last couple of years, and he interviewed and surveyed a little over 4,000 people about their sexual fantasies, and one of the many things he asked his participants was to report on whether or not they'd ever fantasized about their partner talking dirty to them. Now here's some interesting statistics. Over 91% of the participants said that this was something they had fantasized. Almost half, 49% of them said they fantasized it often. Dirty talk fantasies were common across both genders, but women were actually more likely to fantasize about it 
and fantasize about it often. 93% of self-identified women had fantasized about dirty talk, and 56% of those surveyed said they fantasized about often. Conversely, for men, 90% of the self-identified men had fantasized about dirty talk. Only 43% of those reporting, though, fantasized about it often. So what do people find so appealing and so enthralling about dirty talk? Why do women tend to fantasize about it more than men? Well, there's some insights here. Dirty talk fantasies were associated with having more fantasies about a partner who moans or screams loudly, grunts, or is much more guttural in their experience. It's become something of that primal aspect and that nature. So part of the, part of the appeal likely has to do with the fact that some people just inherently find sounds to be erotically appealing. Men specifically really enjoy hearing these sounds and those can vary. And obviously they really enjoy them when women are making the sounds during sex. Researchers, some researchers believe that this, again, kind of taps into that primordial nature of who we are and takes us back to a time when it's just stripped down raw and erotic. Dirty talk fantasies were also associated more with BDSM fantasies of every type. Dirty talk often plays a role, as we very much know, in the BDSM scenarios and plays, especially if we look at aspects of like degradation and sexual humiliation. Women reported more BDSM fantasies in general than did men. So perhaps this is at least partially explains why women had the most frequent dirty talk fantasies being called a slut or a bitch or a whore, daddy's little girl, or other derogatory terms during sex. This gender difference was substantially larger in this case, as slightly more women, 52% of them, said they fantasized about this before. 22% of them said they think about this quite often. By contrast, only 35% of the men had fantasies about this, and only 10% of them fantasized about this often. Dirty talk fantasies were also associated with several sexual seeking personality traits, erotophilia, sociosexuality, and sexual sensation seeking. To put it another way, those who had more positive attitudes towards sex, who saw it as something healthy and productive, saw sex and emotion as something separate, and enjoyed more thrilling and adventuresome sexual encounters in general, reported more interest in dirty talk. So in some ways, the appeal of dirty talk also says something about how we feel, what we think about it, and sex in general. People who were more extroverted had more fantasies about dirty talk and more fantasies about a partner moaning and screaming during the act of sex when they were engaged with them. Sometimes it was more about the acts of belief and the fantasy than it was the actual act of having sex. People high in the trade of openness to experience and those who report having an active imaginations, <clears throat> sorry, imaginations reported more dirty talk fantasies. So interest in dirty talk might sometimes stem from simply being someone who fantasizes a lot or is open to trying new things in general. Another relationship expert cited that talking dirty can enhance sex because it's another layer of sexual behavior beyond physical sexual acts. If you think about it, when we're communicating to our partners, when we call them up or we send them a dirty text, we're not just sending them graphic imagery. 
And that's something completely different. When we're just using our words, the power of communication, you think about the enhanced levels and the reactions because our mind starts filling in what our partners are telling us. Dirty talk can also arouse our partners to the point of orgasm. And this is my favorite one. Some women and men can actually get so turned on by dirty talk that they will get wet or hard and even orgasm without any stimulation of their genitals at all. While for some this may seem a fantasy, I've known many dominants and submissives in my time that train or have been trained to orgasm on command. It's nothing short of a Pavlovian response training. It can be extremely exciting to do, and it does take a while to train someone, but it is highly erotic to think about the power to make someone orgasm by uttering a word or a phrase, especially when it's something so innocuous. So now I want to look at another aspect, and, and sometimes this is the part of dirty talk that plays into men's fantasies, and that's dirty talk and the good girl complex. The good girl complex, similar to the Madonna whore complex, is just one facet of what some men want. Sex always seems to be that line where the good girl crosses over and she just wants to screw someone in order to be considered that bad girl. Our pop culture has perpetuated this myth from complex music videos and songs in high levels of erotic trash literature and in movies. Especially in that movie we're not going to name that shames, at least in my opinion, the BDSM community. Dirty Talk is, liberating, is a liberating experience for women to break down this mindset and become comfortable in their sexuality and desires. It's where people invite their fantasies and where that straight-laced version of a person will enjoy being tied up, being called certain kinds of names and enjoy using dirty words for their genital parts when otherwise they wouldn't think of such of a behavior in their everyday part of their lives. No one walks into the bathroom and thinks and starts calling their dick, hey, Mr. General, I gotta take a piss. No one says that, no guy that I know. And I'm sure I don't think a lot of women are going into the bathroom saying the same things. However, with dirty talk, it lowers our inhibitions it reveals bedroom personalities by allowing our partners and ourselves to go to a deeper layer within our everyday persona. For example, some women may get turned on by the words such as being called a slut or a whore, even a bitch. Even though they find it outside, offensive outside of the bedroom, women are able to take control of those words and use it on their own terms. This linguistic exchange can reveal the darker fantasies of the mind and be, that can be played out in the privacy of the bedroom. A woman who calls up her partner at work might say to him, Hey, sweetheart, when you come home, I'm going to let you tie me to the bedpost. Do whatever you want. Blindfold me. Is vocalizing her fantasy outside of the bedroom. One possibility is maybe that she's dependent on, has a dependent personality, or maybe she likes the idea of submitting to her partner which for her then this enacts this dominant powerful force of control over her. Maybe this person fantasizes about being the dominant one day and is afraid to put that on or put play that role. So they let their partner do it first. They're testing these waters. Basically, when we assume a persona via dirty talk or role playing, we have an easier time being sexual, not only with our partners, but with ourselves to allowing 
ourselves to be, com to be comfortable with the idea that expressing ourselves verbally and communicating with our partner can open up a new and exciting erotic area and depth to the insides of our minds to allow ourselves in a safe, safe way to let our fantasies play out. So this leads me to our next area, dirty talk and the intimacy balance between our partners. Dirty talk gives people the permission to surrender to their deepest, darkest, and most erotic fantasies. Sex is supposed to be dirty, wild, wet, messy, and most of all fun. Sexuality creates intimacy for people and it becomes the glue of the relationship. Good sex is a barometer of a good relationship. Sex just isn't a physical release or expression of love and affection. It's a way to work things out and process traumas big and small and this is something we know from research. Dirty talk just isn't for perverts. While that assumption had long been held well into the early 1990s, it's about enhancing our sexual experience and vocalizing your sexual wants and desires. More women, more men want to do it. According to one psychological researcher, that's why women do it, to please their men. Women are more auditory and men are more visual. However, while engaging and submitting to one's desire, the power exchange shifts. And this can be truly empowering and erotic. For dirty talk to be successful, it has to be a tit-for-tat exchange, though. Both parties should do it so there's no sort of animosity or resentment, let alone a power struggle between the two. It is all about filling that blank. Let your ima imagination run wild. Grab that Mad Libs book and just throw words in there. I love it when you blank me. Or your blank is so hot. If you think about the scenarios and even think about those words and you think about the person or fantasize about the person you want to be with, you can probably already start to feel yourself become erotically powered and in, in charged. After all, dirty talking is nothing more than a sexual prelude. It's all about the sex. So here's one thing to think about. That build up, the longer you tease, the longer you do it, the longer you can drag out the tit-for-tat exchange that erotic communication and play between yourself and your partner, the more intense that release will be. Maybe that's something to start introducing into your repertoire more frequently, don't you think? Until next time, be safe and stay kinky.